Hey guys, good morning. You guys already know the voice and you already know the show. Welcome to it. Um, on today's episode, we're just gonna keep the we're gonna keep it light, keep it simple. We're definitely gonna get into verses, but I do have to deliver you guys bad news. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I don't like it. I don't I don't like delivering it myself. But let's jump into it. Um, legendary hip hop artist DMX has passed at the age of fifty yesterday. He passed away at a um. White Plains Hospital after pretty much going into cardiac arrest a week ago. Um, he um, over uh, pretty much he overdosed and they weren't able to get him back, bring him back to the brink. So unfortunately, he did pass away yesterday. As you guys know, with DMX, he's legendary in the he was legendary in the game and probably will always be legendary. Um, five, five, the albums that he came out with, all five of them went to the very top. They're platinum. Y'all know the joints. Get at me, dog. Um, how's it going down? What they really want? Slipping, and the list goes on and on. So I um, so much condolences to his family. Um, anybody that knew him, the fans, I, trust me, his music is, his music is iconic. It's classic and it will definitely live on in the hearts of, live in the hearts of everyone. So, oh, uh, um, at the end of the day, like all of us humans, we all have our demons. We all have our troubles. We all have our things, but I will say about him and he does remind me of another, another, um, another artist. He definitely reminds me of Tupac. You guys know Tupac. Tupac was legendary in the game as well. And he was able to, I, I would say he, to me, he was a chameleon because he was able to morph into many different things, but he still was true to his craft and true to his craft and honed on his skills and of lyricism and everything like that. And I, and in the same aspect, DMX was like that also. For a man that was instilled in faith and said prayers and definitely um, transcended his music and was able to morph into things, acting and rapping. I mean, that comes with a lot. But also, like I said, we also deal with our inner demons as humans. We also we also live life. We also we wear pretty much what they say. We wear our hearts on our sleeve, but also. You keep your life as real as it possibly can be because that's all you can do. And that's that's pretty much what he did and pretty much what he lived by. So I would tell everyone, just you just have to live life to the fullest. You have to make sure that every day, every second, every hour counts because you never know. And I mean, don't be be real within yourself and you don't have to put on the show for anybody else. Just be who you are. Also, if you guys remember R&B singer Quindon Tarver, I also learned this week that he passed as well um, in a car accident. If you guys are not familiar with him, familiar with Quindon, I'm going to say check him out on YouTube. I do know he had an um, Instagram page. He came out in the 90s as well. Um, his album pretty much his leading single off of that was the It's You That Saw My Mind. Wrap your heart around mine. You broke my heart. Definitely. Um, he also appeared on the soundtrack, I think, for Romeo and Juliet. 
And he also did another song called It Feels Good, something like that. Not the Tony Tony version, but uh, it was another, it was that particular one, but um, uh, not, not It Feels Good. Everybody's free. I'm sorry, wrong, wrong one. Everybody's free. Um, he also was instilled in faith and he, he also endured something traumatic for those that were supposed to be around him to protect him and also steer his music career. He definitely was very vocal with the, I wouldn't even say allegations, but he was very vocal with what happened to him. And um, he was working through that and things of that nature and things of that nature. It really traumatized him. He was really vocal with what really played him and, you know, things of that nature. And he was really at the point now of putting out a, um material. He's been, he's been singing. Remember, I won't, I don't think you guys remember. He appeared on American Idol, I think in season two and season eight, he was just working towards, um, working towards his, um, just making his life much better and coming out with new material and definitely new music. So, um, condolences to, um, to, um, to his family. May he also rest in peace. May though, um, may those that did what the unthinkable to him, they also pay for what they've done and, you know, let karma seep its retribution, but definitely, um, definitely it's sad to report that. And I didn't want to report that, but I had to, um, just going into it on the lines of, on the lines of this, and I'm just going to get personal for a little bit. Um, I'm not a fan of April, even though I try to be. But as you guys may know or may not know, I've also suffered. I Well, I've suffered many losses, but back a year ago, there was two losses that pretty much devastated me and probably hit me to the dark, to the deepest core of what I what even I can't explain. And it definitely took me to a dark place. And I will tell you, it is is it it wasn't cool. The people that I lost was definitely definitely def- to me was detrimental and it as they say broke the camel's back for me. Um you guys know I've you guys know it was my father, of course, and then my bro. My bro and me, even though we were not bloodline related, we couldn't have been more thicker than thicker than family. You know, what you know, what I'm, you understand what I'm saying? I'm sorry. I'm a little bit. I wouldn't even say lost for words. I'm just trying to get my words out and get it together. But I, I'm, I'm fixing it. I've known my bro for almost half of my lifetime. And like I said, we started out. We started out. As church babies, for those who don't know what a church baby is, I'm going to explain to you. When you have your family members enriched in church and it's pretty much a part, (laughs) a part of your daily life, pretty much. His family was also enriched in the church too. So us coming from the church world and then we're still going into our lives and things of that nature, you know, for his, for his passing, it hit me suddenly. It wasn't cool. I found out. I found out like that Friday, I was trying to compose myself, get, just get myself together and try to cope as best as I could. And then to learn not even, not even a day later or even a half of a day to find out that my father passed on a Sunday. Nah, I pretty much lost it. And like I said, I've been dealing with losses. I said, I've dealt with losses personally. 
and I dealt with losses majorly. And for me to sit, for me to count on my hand, for me to count on my fingers of how many people I lost is terrible to me. And those two pretty much, like I said, I lost it after that. So last year definitely was a dark, 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 dark time for me. And despite the emotions, despite the feelings, it really put me in a dark place. And for those who are experiencing those dark places and going through that, and I mean, 2020 was definitely, definitely hurtful for all of us, including myself. Some have been able to climb out of the darkness and see the light. Some have been able to just navigate through it and some have, have it, some have it not so good. And I was one of those who didn't have it not so good. I mean, for me to admit that I had an issue and I'm working through that, that's number one. And number two, it's about getting the help and seeking the help. But also you have to come to terms and come to grips with there's something off. There's something wrong. I'm not speaking. I'm speaking on this now because for me, it's not taboo. It's not something to hide. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It's okay to say I'm not all right. It's all it's all right to admit there's something off. There's something wrong. And the next phase is to get the help that you need in order for you to cope and understand it and, and be affirmative with it, you know? You may not want to tell your family. You may not want to tell your friends. It's not of an embarrassment. It's about you want to seek a little bit more help. You want to kind of understand it. You want to be aware of it. So in case though, in case that comes back or it creeps up, you're able to find tools and master it and understand it and, 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 you know, own it. So I'm just telling you guys, I'm not trying to be preachy. I'm not trying to come at you. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just letting you know that as a, as a human being myself and knowing what it did to me and know where it took me, I'm, I'm going to sit here and be very transparent with you guys and very open because I feel as though I need to be. And it's not to, it's not to gain audiences. This is not for cloud. This is not for production. No, I'm doing this for myself, but I'm letting you know that I go through it too. The passing of my dad, the passing of my bro, that hurts. That hurts to the core. And not only that, my father was my 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 father was my only parent. He was my prime. He was the primal parent for me, the one and only. So right now, I'm feeling like orphan Annie. I leaned on him. I leaned on him for a lot of things. But you know, as the passings continued, I had him to look to. You know, I looked to him. And now it's like I don't have anybody to look to anymore. So I really am getting the sense of I'm really alone for real, for real. And that's kind of scary when you're by yourself for real. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how old you are. Or whatever that may be, you do need your parent. You do need your parent. You do. You do. And. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe not everybody has a relationship with their per with their parents or their parent, but I had a relationship with my parent. And not to say our our relationship wasn't perfect. <laughs> Trust me, I sparred. <laughs> believe me, I sparred with my dad a lot of times. But at the same time, I still respected him. Still respected him, and he also finally respected me we were able to have conversations about the world itself music you name it 
but just not to hear that anymore and all of that silence that hurts so i'm working through i'm working through how to cope with loss and understand that and um things of that nature so Again, when things flare up or start to trigger, I know that it won't put me back into a, a, a bad place. And that goes for my bro too. That hurt me as well because it came out of left. It was shocking. It was like, what? Like, come on. I just spoke to him. We were trying to get to see each other despite the pandemic and stuff like that. Because I was just getting so tired of saying, when are we going to see each other? When are we going to see each other? Like, ah. Uh, and we were finally coming on a plan. We were working on it. And boom, he's not here anymore. Like, are you serious? So to have both of those passings hit me within a 48-hour span of last year, nah, I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that at all. And you're never ready for people passing away. You're never prepared. You know, I didn't get to say my farewells or goodbyes or anything like that. So, you know, that broke me. And I also have to, I also have to say this as well. To those that lost anybody, and I mean anybody to COVID, my heart breaks with you. Because I'm one of those that lost a person to COVID. I lost my dad to that. I lost my dad to that. And I said, that hurts. Because I wasn't able to go to the hospital and and see what was going on for myself. I didn't get to say bye. We didn't even get to have a service for him to, to, to go on along. We didn't get to do that either. So believe me, I understand what each and every one of you guys that lost lost someone to COVID was going through. And I lost my dad at the pinnacle of this, at the pinnacle, when people were dropping like flies last, uh, last year in this month. I, 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 do, I, I get it. I understand it. I would say we are the true survivors because we have to move along with life. Why that person that we can't see anymore doesn't get to move on with us. And I said, that hurts. So to those that lost someone to COVID, my heart is with you. Every day, every day is going to be struggling, but you can do it. Trust me, you can do it. It can be done. It's going to be tough, but you can do it. So that's pretty much what I have to say. And for me, I'm learning every day that just what I just said, every day is a struggle, but you take it one step at a time, one step at a time, and I'm not going to give up. Even though I feel like I want to sometime, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep on, but um, you know, it's one step at a time, and that's all I can do, but on a lighter note, let's get into verses. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh man, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I am still dozing off of <laughs> off of verses on Sunday. Well, okay. If you guys didn't tune into verses on Easter Sunday, you missed it. But I do have a little bit of because eh, you know my cousin did bring this up to me. So for those who didn't tune into verses that um. Last last time on Sunday, Easter Sunday to be exact, you had the baddest bad in the land team up against the romance, the romances of 
the Osley brothers. So you had Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Osley brothers. And just in my in my in my case, and I'm I'm gonna put this out there. And I don't care who agrees or disagrees with me. So what? I think that Earth, Wind, and Fire. Sorry, tongue twister. I think that Earth, Wind, and Fire spanked <laughs> spanked the Aussie brothers' butt a couple of times. I think they I, I they won for me. They won for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get into that. They also, I mean, I wouldn't say this is the first time in a long time, but they actually had a host, which you know was Steve Harvey. At first. When I when I saw that, I'm like, it didn't make any sense to me. But then when they rolled back, you guys remember the kings of the kings of comedy, and when they did his when he had his set, he did go back to him loving Earth Wind and Fire and all the romantic songs and stuff like that. So you know, you put two and two together, bam, there you go. So back to it. You know that inverse. You know that in verses. We got two. We got two artists that go head to head. They are. They're given pretty much close to twenty songs each. Hits on hits. They were able to do. They were. They do that, and it determines on who's the winner. Whatever the case may be. However, the winner is determined. That's how it goes down. So for Earth Wind and Fire against the Isley Brothers, they played twenty five songs between both. 25 songs now for most of y'all that don't know let's give us a musical lesson here we all probably remember or don't remember i mean for the 90s children the millennium kids y'all probably know nothing about this but for us 80s children and 70s kids and we can even take it back in the vault further than that we all know who earth when the fire is and we definitely know who the Odyssey brothers are if you don't know if you don't know, you're sort of fucked. But anyway, if you if you know what I'm talking about, trust me. Your parents grew up on the on that. Your grandparents grew on that up on that. You probably had some aunts, uncles, whatever. So we all know that the Ozzy Brothers have been in music for over six years. That's six decades. They started out back in 1959, if you may recall or don't recall. That's how long the history of their music started from. So you have 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, millenniums, and, and going on into that also. Now, for Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, Wind, and Fire, if, I don't, if, I, if my timeline serves me correct, they served, they've been here for pretty much four decades and counting. Their music goes back... I would say probably 1969 going into the 70s a little bit. So between six decades and four decades and counting, that's a lot of mileage. So again, with Earth, Wind & Fire, you guys know, they're the baddest band. They have the harmony. They have the syncopation. They have the message of their songs. Their songs all have a bit of funk. I mean, don't get me wrong. Their songs have the funk, the jazz, the R&B, the pop, everything, all all the melodicness of a you can think of goes into that band. And they trust me, they're they're impeccable to beat. Now, with the Osley Brothers, the Osley Brothers music is romance, bedroom music, quiet storm, if you will, grown folk 
music as they would as they like to interpret it. All those elements. Now, do I also think that that was a good pairing? I mean, it it was okay, but when you're going against brothers versus band, it's not going to be equal because you have you have the romance and you have the funkability. When you're taking a group that you know has funk grooves and they're a band, you got to pair them up with another band. I would have thought maybe the Ohio Players would have been a good fit. Maybe even the Gap Band. More likely the Commodores. Any other band that you can go funk with it. Even um the Daz Band would have been cool too. And some other bands out there as well that would have went against EWF. Don't get me wrong. EWF would have spanked them. And I mean spank them because again, you're going to get you going against Maurice, may he rest in Maurice White, may he rest in peace. You're going against you're going against Philip Bailey. You know you in trouble. What? That man can that man with his falsettos and all that, all that boys? Come on, man. Come on. You know you about to get murked. <laughs> now with the Aussie brothers, they could have paired them up with with they could have paired them up with the OJs. I'm just saying. All you need is Eddie Levert and Ron Osley. Let, what? You ain't got to get the rest of the OJs. <laughs> you got him. You got you got Ronald Osley, the Osley brothers. I, you could even have Ernie right there just to nod and shake his head. Because he, <laughs> I wouldn't say this. He was bad on that guitar, honey. Mm, 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 mm. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, 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 okay. And he was into it too. Hmm. Jimi Hendrix, who? Okay. No matter the no matter it, no matter the circumstance, the show was clo- close to I wouldn't even say four hours long. I tuned in. I lost my voice because <laughs> I was singing every single song. I even was looking up some songs as well. Now, out of the twenty five that they played for each art for each each group. I didn't know about two of them, two each. Ain't that something? Set a record, right? I didn't know two of the songs for each of them. So, you know, I looked them up after everything was done, right? Okay. I would I would honestly say that this will probably be the number one top one, but there's probably going to be a definitive coming soon. I mean, a lot of people tuned in for this one. And I mean, you did you did have some surprising moments when... Everybody joined in, <laughs> including, including, um, including the, uh, including EWF on For the Love of You. Definitely a top hit for the Osley Brothers, of course. So they jumped on it and everybody started singing. And then, of course, you know, once they got up for the finale, everybody got up and sang September as well. And I have to say, Steve Harvey was definitely in his element. I couldn't have said it more. That was like his lifelong dream. And of course, you know, I wouldn't say it was controversy, but it was a lot of, oh, he need to stop talking and he needs to stop talking and play the music and blah, 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 blah. But like I said, again, if you grew up, if you're, if you're anybody that you know, grew up on Earth with Nephi and the R.C. Brothers, you guys knew that that was an event to see. And of course, they were all these songs and these songs and these artists were played in happy times, sad times. You could relive the moments and your parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, 
etc. Will tell you about these songs. And they will tell you about the places they've been with these songs. And who they've done with these songs too. It's going to be a whole. It's going to be a whole thing like that. So it definitely was like friends among friends. And it was just like the cool kids. And um, it was definitely a celebration of music. It was definitely a celebration of music. Um, I would say for verses. Like I said. Verses with the episodes coming up. So far I know. Like I said before. You tune into 420. They have an episode with both of. They have an episode pretty much that day. With Redman and Method Man. So definitely tune into that. They also got SWV and Escape coming up as well. So um, definitely tune in to those episodes. But I have to say that this verses will definitely be the top. Probably number one. Probably number one. I think they should also re-air, re-air the DMX and the Stoop Dog one. Just just a memory of him. Because um, when he was on Versus, I have to put this, I have to slap back a little bit. When he was on Versus, you definitely felt his energy in the room. You definitely felt his energy in the room. He was in a very good place. It, it was a good time. And Snoop Dogg, you already know. You already know Snoop. <laughs> He's down for a good time too. So they might re-air that one. I hope they do. Because that was a good time. And it was nice to see It was nice to see um, X and his element. And just giving us hits. And just being happy and dancing and jovial. All that good stuff. Jovial does mean happy though. Just flipped it on you. So, um. They might re-air that episode too. That might be in the top. So, you know, Brandy and Monica might be knocked down the third. I don't know. But number one with uh number one was number one will have to be with the Isleys and um Earth Wind and Fire, definitely. But like I said, it was a treat to tune in and see. You can definitely say that um with our artist for many genre of music. They're human just as well as we are. I wouldn't, would I say we're all the same? No, we're all different. We all have different crafts. We all have different mindsets and we all have different paths. It's just that we have to learn how to respect one another. We also have to also, it doesn't take much to reach out. It doesn't take much to say, hey, how you doing? It doesn't take much for anything to do. And I, and just like, they say that we got to give our artists their flowers. We got to give them their props. We have to give them their props. Not just because, not just, just because, just because, just because, because it's sad when people pass and you don't get to say the things that you need to say and understand the things you need to understand. And, you know, you focus on, well, they were good, but, but they had problems. Okay. Okay problems we all have troubles we all have demons we all have this we all have that yes but it shouldn't impact our craft it shouldn't impact what we do in the world it shouldn't impact who we are that's just a part of us it is what it is you know what i'm saying so we just have to focus on the here and the now it's just about focusing on the artistry focusing on the craft focusing on the message and focusing on what 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 it what it means to you and what it is to you and just doing better and being better people and just and just you know that's just what it is so we definitely have to big up our musicians 
big up our musicians and just let them know that I mean, us as fans, we do that all the time. We definitely give our artists their props. <laughs> we're, we 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 had like we roll with them. We definitely give we definitely give props. But I also have to say, within the industry, that's so fickle, so sickening, so it's just a sad situation. I just think that they also have to pay respect to these artists as well because you guys have used them. You guys have been. Some of them have brought you great joy. Some of them, y'all doubled back, blackballed, did all kinds of crazy things to them. So I just think that at the end of the day, these artists definitely need to get their props. They definitely need to be respected. They definitely need to be loved. And they're also, they're human at the end of the day, just like we are. We're all human. So um, I just think that, I'm going to just leave it on that note. I thank you guys for tuning in. I'm sorry I had to get a lot preachy, a lot sad, but you know, this is real life. This is real life. And I can all, and you know, I have to bring the real life to you, but I also have to be real with who I am also. So um, I thank you guys for tuning in. I'm out like a 747. Um, We'll talk about, we'll talk about a lot of things in the next episode, but again, you guys stay safe. Later.